And he's a young trainer going places. He's a superstar. Jeez, he's done a wonderful job with the team that he's got. And he joins us on the line. Gavin, um, thanks for joining us. Gavin Bedgegood now with us here on Race Card on this Saturday Saturday morning. And um, it's a big day for Cranburn on your your home track, mate. What's the, what's the day looking like? Are the people starting to roll up yet? Yeah, no, I'm still at home at the moment, but we're just five minutes from the track. It's always a, a big day, and it's well supported by the locals. And uh, I think I've been going to Cranbourne Cup for well, well over 20 years, yeah. so looking forward to getting on course. Now, Gav, I felt for you this this week, and and we've been talking to the track curators, looking at the weather report, and on Wednesday, it was looking like that Cranbourne would be wetter than Kemmler Grange, and then Friday, you got the text message through when we are doing Giddy Up, and... They said, Gareth, it hasn't stopped raining at the Illawarra. And you get a heavy track now at Kemmler Grange and a soft track. And the rain still might come this afternoon there at Cranbourne. Um, he would have been hard to beat, dare I say, just folk on a heavy track there at the gong, in the gong there at Kemmler Grange. Yeah, a um, bit gutted watching the weather report. It's sort of last week it was forecast to be um, quite a significant amount of rain and that changed early this week and... Uh, sort of Wednesday morning when I had to make a decision. I didn't want to accept for both and spend the next day second-guessing. I just had to make a decision, and I thought the, the Cranbourne race was the weaker of the two options, and um, there was rain forecast. that We haven't got as much as what they had forecast, but um, look, as I said, I'm only five minutes from the course, and we've had quite a significant amount of rain in the last hour, and the track has received a, a downgrade to a soft six in the last 10 minutes, so... You know, that should be sufficient. I don't think he needs it heavy. He just needs uh, a nice bit of give in the ground. Now, Gav, you've been described as an absolute genius when you get your hands on these horses that have been with other trainers. What's your secret? What's your remedy? Why do they go so well under your care and when they get to your team? And as great as that's going, is it also important you get the message out there, hey, I'm not just a one-trick pony? Yeah, look, I'm... Uh, definitely no genius and we don't try and invent the wheel but I just think sometimes older horses they might have been in a system somewhere else for a long time and um, a fresh set of eyes and a different outlook on things uh, he was obviously not a horse trained at Cranbourne so a change is as good as a holiday sometimes and uh, look he was a horse that arrived in really good condition and had been well looked after and um, yeah as I said just a fresh set of eyes on him and uh, a change of routine how do you read this year's Cranbourne Cup, mate? Because just looking at the market now, you've got Just Folk back into $5, pounding um, at $10. Here to shocks the other horse that'll be on pace there at $7.50. And then you got a Foxy Cleopatra and Euphoric, both trained locally there at Cranbourne, equal favourites at $4.60. How do you read this year's race, mate? Yeah, look, it's a, it's a competitive race, but I just think if you look at his... Um, Last run, it was on a an unsuitable good three-rated track and he was 2.15 lengths off Prowess, Antino and Tuvalu. Tuvalu's lining up as favourite in a in a Group 1 race in Perth today. Um, what price would any of those horses be going around in a Cranbourne Cup? So um, there doesn't look to be mad speed on paper. He'll put himself somewhere up in the first three or four in running. Um, soft ground's a tick. Bo Merton is riding great. His third up record's very good, and I just think there's a a lot of boxes ticked in his corner to come here and run well today. Now, Gav, what would it mean to win the Cranbourne Cup with just folk? Because as you've alluded to, you're based at Cranbourne, you're a, a young trainer on the rise, and to get this sort of race on the CV, I dare say, would bring a lot of joy. 
Oh, for sure. I started um, my working life when I was 14 at Cranbourne um, 24 years ago, I think that is. And, uh, yeah, I've always been around the area. I grew up in Somerville, which is not far away. And, uh, yeah, look, a hometown victory would be uh, icing on the cake for sure. Geez, they're back. Nesroa we're in race number five over the 1,000 metres from an inside gate. Pin takes the claim. Your thoughts there, mate, in race five? Yeah, look, I'm really happy with this horse. I thought he galloped fantastic on Tuesday morning at the Turf Club. Um, his best runs are normally fresh. Given the ground's a big tick for him. If I had to change something, I probably wouldn't have liked to have been jumping from barrier one. Uh, Midnight Charms are a big horse compared to the size of him. And uh, the last place I'd really want to see him is sort of uh, in the box seat looking for runs. He's not sort of the sort of horse that you want to barge out and probably looks too much pressure. Horses like Midnight Charm and Who Shot Susie probably try and roll forward and uh, hopefully they overdo it and we can just pop off their backs at some stage. But I think he's a great each-way bet and uh, I'd be disappointed if he wasn't running well here today. What about Shalaman and Exeter in the Apache Cat Classic over a thousand metres? Yeah, Shalaman, he's had a great campaign since arriving. Um, he's been consistently running well. He has to step up in grade today and I think he'd have to run to a, a new PB, but hopefully they overdo it up front and he can just get into a nice spot um, from a good draw just in behind them somewhere and, uh, as I said, overdo it up front and he can be solid late and... Exeter, he actually got galloped on at his last start at Mooney Valley and he just had to um, be put on ice for a few weeks and then we just had to sort of tighten the screws up again and um, there wasn't sort of much around for him in that benchmark 78 bracket. So um, he's coming here today knowing he'll need further and uh, he'll only improve off the run. So he'll be second half and if he can be working through the line to be finishing midfield, I'd be more than happy with that. And should we have something on Keats and the bet 365 for Kilmore Cup tomorrow? Yeah, it looks a nice race for him. Um, they've had significant rain overnight at Kilmore, 15 mils I was told. So I would expect that track to be sort of somewhere between a six and an eight, which probably won't hinder his chances. Uh, we all know where he's going to be in the run. It'll all come down to what sort of pressure he gets, uh, during the early and middle stages of that race. But, um, yeah, look, I thought his first up run was full of merit and he was probably only 80% going into that run. So he probably exceeded my expectations a bit. And uh, I think he's made nice improvement. And uh, I'd be disappointed if he wasn't running well there tomorrow too. Beautiful. And I'll the tell la- you what. Oh, sorry, can you go? I was going to say, it'd be good fun having a GoPro on Gav tomorrow at Kilmore Cup Day should they get the job done today at Cranbourne in the Cup. Yeah, if we get the job done at Cranbourne today, I might be a bit dusty tomorrow, but um, <laughs> yeah, it'll be a good problem to have. All right, then. <laughs> um, you used to have Boss Queen. Did you sell Boss Queen now? Yeah, Boss Queen, uh, she was sold through the online uh, auctions. Um, just probably needed to go to a, a weaker racing jurisdiction. Yeah, she's at Inferel. Some people were texting in, and um, yeah, I just looked at it there. He doesn't train it now. So um, yeah, good luck to. The connections there with Boss Queen. Um, now, Gav, what's your best? If I gave you $100, what would you do with it? Oh, I'd have to go with Just Folk now that the, the rain's arrived and um, after having a good look at the race, I'd, yeah, I'm pretty happy with him. All right, mate, go and, go and get that Cranbourne Cup today, mate. Your team's flying. 
Um, well done. You teamed up well with the mailbag team that are going great guns as well. So we wish you the best of luck today. Thanks very much, guys. He's a superstar trainer, Quinny Gavin Bedgegood. Geez, he's done a good job making the most of his opportunities and he's found a niche in the market in a way, but he's a talented horseman and the results speak for themselves. He's a great horseman. You're spot on, Gareth, and he's so modest about it as well. And what I hope happens is that this leads to him getting opportunities with younger horses where he can get his hands on them from day dot because I do think going forward he's going to have a terrific career. And as you said, he's found his niche getting these horses and giving them a new home and a new environment. And it's obviously working wonders, but I just don't think we want to see him limited to only having those sort of horses because I'm sure he'd do a terrific job as well if he was given a horse from day dot. How do we make your race card there at Cranbourne today? I, In the first race, I'm with Warmonger. I think 220 probably is right price, but I think he'll be tough to beat. Um, Wiggum looks tough to beat, but this horse, Peace Treaty, have you heard much from the Freedman camp regarding this galloper that was impressive on debut? on a heavy track um, in a two-year-old race. And we see it for the first time today, um, this preparation. is a three-year-old now, of course. This is a filly by National Defence. Yeah, and I think the track conditions are going to be something we've got to monitor throughout the course of the day because, I mean, it's all good and well to look at the breeding and look how we anticipate horses will handle it. But if the rain does come and there is more forecast, it's going to be interesting throughout the course of the day, especially on the 10-race program. So... Look, I think I'm happy to get involved at Cranbourne today or poke around throughout the course of the day, but I'm going to probably stick with runners I trust more under the conditions. And in the early part of the day, I just thought there were some of those favourites were looking a little under the odds for my liking. All right then, mate. So what about at Kemler Grange? Are you marking your race card there? What do you think of his... I will give you what I've backed at Cranbourne, though. I won't put the short step in. I'm going to have something each way on Revolutionary Miss, race three, number one, from the Snowden Stable. I thought it'll be up on speed. They can use the gate to advantage. Kazoo, odds on at $1.60, obviously the one to beat, but we're getting better than even money to place Revolutionary Miss, and I thought was a good chance there of causing the mini upset. Going to stick with King's Crossing to make it back-to-back victories. Race four, number two from the Danny O'Brien stable. Another one that's drawn a good draw there, gate two. I think Damien Lane could be positive there and will be hopefully hard to beat. Later on in the program, in the cup, I'm with Gav. I'm sticking with Just Folk to get the job done. That's race nine, number two, $5.50. And my best bet on the program, hopefully it's good things come to those who wait. Race 10, number five, Jimmy Starr, a perfect two from two since relocating from New Zealand. A horse with terrific upside, and I think we'll make it three from three today. All right, mate. What about at Kemler Grange? Ozapenko, despite the heavy track, is he the horse to beat in the gong? Look, I think he is the horse to beat. He has been well back throughout the course of the week. He was... $7.50 $7.50 this time a week ago. He's now a $4 joint favourite with Detonator Jack. I think Detonator Jack's got a terrific chance as well. The other runner I'm going to put through the exotics, number 18, Lock Eagle, a last start winner. So there's the three I've got there that will be mighty hard to beat in the gong. My best bet on the program comes up earlier on in the day. I thought we could get the job done with Tribeca Star, race two, number two, a last start winner from the Matthew Dunn stable. Nashville sticks in the saddle, so hopefully he can go well. And I better put my hand up. I've got a tiny share in one running today at Kembler Grange. To say he doesn't win out of turn would be an understatement, Gareth. But if I don't declare Dragonstone's going to go around over 1,000 metres and he does get his name back on the winner's list, they'll be public enemy number one. So he's race eight, number six. Cheer hard for the mighty Dragonstone. He has a tendency to get back, hit the line well, and you think that horse will win next start. The only slight problem is the next start win never eventuates. All right, I'm working it out. I'm about to have a chat to Darren Carroll. We're going to do a Gallops Trot Dog Multi. 
five horses. We'll see what price it'll be there with Ladbrokes. And we'll see if we can nail it today because there's so much great racing across the three codes. We'll, we'll challenge that is an myself. So much. That is an understatement. I've got about 16 horses in and dogs in my bet slip at the moment. To get it down to five <laughs> will be difficult. <laughs> All right, pretty uh, enjoy yourself. Do you have a... the burrito ad? When yes. you said, why not have both? With the hard shell and the soft shell, you can have both those multis. Just gamble responsibly, uh, Gareth. Normally, I say that directed at everyone. Today, it's specifically aimed at you. Um, race number four there at Pukekohe is a good thing. Um, and I was in New Zealand. They were tipping this horse strongly. Poetic champion. Um, he's been replaced by Savaglia's favourite now for the Moroni camp. Um, but poetic champion, they tell me, is well above average. $2.80 as we speak in race number four. Um, there at Pukekohe today. 19 minutes past 11. Quinny, you enjoy Cranbourne. Thanks for your time as always. Thank you, Gareth. Thank you all. This is Race Card on SEN Track. You're listening to us on your local SEN Track doll or... It's a big hello to you wherever you may be listening on the SEN app. Join our conversation, 0499 736 736. Straight after this break, I think, Ollie, we might have a chat to see if we can get Darren Carroll on the, on the phone and have a chat about the Melton Trots tonight.